Popping, what's popping? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the In General Podcast with your host Ty and Demi. You heard? I hope y'all staying blessed. Y'all hope y'all healthy out there. Hope y'all all achieving all your dreams, achieving your goals of 2019. You already on your way to uh, getting to your resolutions. If you passed them already, you've made new goals, and so now you on the new and better things. Damn, nigga. Yeah. So you just said you just want to take this long ass build. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive, dog. Nah, I'm trying to it, give bro. people gems. I feel it. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Of course, I am one of your co-hosts, Demi, with my other co-host, Ty. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Glad to be back. Another week down of 2019. How's the week been going, man? It's cool. Just landed down this week. Um, I was in Minnesota. Get old, old St. Paul, Minnesota, for... For about a, about five six days something like that, um, it was cool. It was cool. I got to see my well. Kais was already here for her spring break, but we flew back to Minnesota where she's going to school for my spring break. Um, met a couple of her friends and all this stuff, so it was pretty cool. It was mm-hmm. cold. Even like when I was down there, everybody was like, "Yeah, this is um, this feels like spring and stuff like that." And I was like, "Bro, it's like thirty. It was like thirty five degrees, thirty two degrees." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, this is like springtime." I was like, nah, okay, I don't, okay, I don't like it, but it was cool, snow was still, um, snow was still down, but it wasn't falling down, so that was good, um, yeah, it was a pretty chill week, not, nothing too hectic, nothing too crazy, a nice chill week in the middle of chaos. I feel that, Who you, you so you to? left on a Friday? Uh, Saturday, early Saturday morning. And then came back Sunday, or Wednesday? <laughs> um, yeah, Wednesday night, like, late, like, hmm. What time did I get in? Six-ish? Like six-something? You had to use PTO or you were already off them days? No, it was spring break, so I didn't teach. Oh, I don't yeah, teach that week. yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. I forgot about well, that. Whenever the student's off, your kid is off, so I was straight. I think that's the only good thing about being a teacher is you get spring breaks. Low-key, that's why a lot of people, a lot of people in my, like, OT, <clears throat> what I do, um, they, well, once they have started having kids, they work in the school system. Yeah. Because if you're a school OT, you get off. Summer, you get off. Oh yeah, that's you can facts. take you can take summers on if you want, but who um, who really wants to do that? Honestly, yeah, well, they Come might pay now. the little check. They might pay the check. Yeah, but yeah, no. If you got kids, it's dope because you get out at what three o'clock. Whenever the kids get out. Oh so, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, would you go in at like perfect. six or seven? Um, depends. I guess if you work at elementary or whatever. But yeah, yeah. you would get in the same time as the kids. Get, oh, maybe a little bit. Before shit, I might want to be a teacher now. Fuck it. I, I do like second grade. You don't deal with these kids, dog. I can't do anything above fifth grade. Cause, uh, you can't do above fifth grade? Uh-uh. Because after that, I just turned into badass kids. I don't want no smoke, honestly. If I'm going to be slapped again, dog. I don't want no slap smoke, you again. Man. It's a wrap. Exactly. I can't have that happen again because I'll fight back this As High school, I feel like high school, you're likely to, Like, high school seems like the most trouble Absolutely. Ever. You see all these videos now with these niggas. Torturing they You started to pull off the wig? It was like, just pull the wig that point, off the teacher. I have all right to beat your ass. I was why, very disrespectful. Why are you touching me like that? Why are you touching me? Like, I'm, I'm first of all, I'm your elder. <laughs> and second of all, I'm your teacher. Like, respect me. I hate to sound like this guy, but like, back when I was a kid, if I did it, I would have got beat, like, bad. Like, you knew not to do that because you would have yeah. went home and got beat. So, like, I don't know if parents are not beating their kids or stuff like that, but... 
Um, obviously, there's a lot of other factors, but I don't know. A lot of kids nowadays seem like they don't have as much discipline as we had when we were young. Hell no. Shit's crazy, man. Gotta get these kids right. Talk to me like Maya Angelou. Nah, for real, though. <laughs> but you know what's crazy about that Maya Angelou thing? I felt like there was a lot of people saying that they would turn up on her if she if she came at them. They would turn up on her? Yeah, if they... If, I know they wouldn't. Like, come on, bro. They bruh. say You're that not. now. You really not, bro. Stop <laughs> the internet flex. You ain't finna do shit. That's, somebody, that's like your grandma. That's like if your grandma said that. What would you do? Yes, like, man. You're not finna you turn up on Maya Angelou. Come on now. Let's be realistic. What's you mean, up? You mean Maya Angelou? Yeah. Oh. I, Angel, oh, I, it's Angel, well, it, people well, say, say people Angelou, say it both ways. So I, I went with Angelou. Maya Angelou? I've heard a lot of people say it like that. See? That's why she had to call her Maya. She didn't even know which way to pray. <laughs> it's Angelou. I'm going to do Angelo because that's what I always did. I, I went with your thing because I was like, shit, time might be right. So, what, yeah, say Angelou? Yeah, teacher. Because yeah. it's spelled, it's spelled, th- no, nah, see, I'm not even going to say because people, it's spelled A-N-G-E-L-O-U. I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, whatever is, is, is better for her. She know, she know we're coming for a good place. God rest her soul. But, um. You know, I was really surprised that people had an issue with that because, I, for me, I feel like it's always been a respect thing with people older than me. Like, even my peers, I will call you sir and ma'am, and like, if I'm out somewhere. Yeah. Because I just feel like that's a respectful thing. Like, I don't know you, so, you know, I'm not going to say yeah or... I mean, it's really my mom. <laughs> she really got that yeah shit out of my... Out of my vocabulary. What, saying yeah to, like, adults and, and stuff? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, because she would definitely call me out on that. So, by default. And it's crazy, too, because older folks will notice that. Like, when I was at my uh, oh, yeah. back injury For appointment, sure. and, you know, they asked me questions. I was, you know, saying yes, sir, no, sir. And, you know, he, he commented on that. Like, you know, that's that's very rare now. And really? I See, like, but you, I wouldn't think that in Atlanta. I would think, like, the South... You get that anywhere, like you, you would get that anywhere you go in the south. But I guess not though. Now it's changed. The internet has changed things. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But um, I just feel like it's always been a respect thing. Like yeah. you know, you've experienced more than I have. You've seen more of life than I have. But like I said, it really doesn't even matter on age. I just feel like it's really respecting. Cause like I said, in a personal environment, like if I don't know you, like if I'm getting an order, you know, from somewhere, like. I just feel like it's a respectable thing to do to call you sir, ma'am. And some of the older, like my peers, they will say something like, you know, they call me sir, ma'am, or whatever, make me feel like I'm old. It's just like, it's not even about make you feel old. It's just a respect thing, man. Yeah. Like, so I just know a lot of y'all little niggas don't got no goddamn respect. That's the issue. Y'all have no respect for people. You got to respect your grandma, man. I don't, but I can see, I saw somebody say under one of the comments, this is what social media has done. But I don't know, what is the, how could social media have done that? What is the direct effect of social media that make you disrespect your elders? Yeah, I don't think social media has anything to do with that. I think that. they blame everything think, on social media. I just don't think it was ingrained in you and you never realized it until somebody's called you out about it. But I don't think social media had to do anything. This. Nothing I looked at social media was like, hmm, I should start acting this way because I saw it on social media. So that's kind of weird. But um I mean hey, whatever works. Maybe maybe it is, who knows? But I don't I don't think so.
Either way, enough on that quick little topic before we actually get into the show. First segment of the day, generally speaking, as you guys already know, actually before we start, we have Tiny Tim in the building. Or do you go by Tiny Tim anymore? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but what's up, y'all? It's Timmy. How you doing? Oh, see, that's why I had to ask. You know, people be acting. They get big and change up on you, yeah, man. Niggas be on somebody's son's IG page and they they hot shit out. They white hot. (laughs) My name is Timothy now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, generally speaking, life segment. Usually we have a life topic or question that we discuss for a little bit. So today's question is, are you ready to get out of your comfort zone? And I like this topic or question because this applies to me as well. So this is kind of giving advice on not only y'all, but to myself. Because, you know, once I speak it out into the world, it's like, well, damn, now I know what to do. So let me just do it. So getting out of your comfort zone, this really can apply to anywhere in your life. um, Because there's a lot of things to where we find comfort in. Like it's normal to go to places that you find comfort in. Like when you had this long day. You want to go home, get into your your zone, get right. When you go to the gym, you want to get in your zone. You know what I'm saying? That'll get you where you need to be at. But what happens when you go on the other side and get uncomfortable? Because a lot of people don't like being in that zone because, duh, it makes you comfortable. But what, bro, what's up, man? What's up with you, bro? <laughs> Throwing off my vibe, man. I was going on a little spill. But what happens when we get spiritual. to that uncomfortable level? And for me, I feel like when you get to the un- uncomfortable level, you're you're trying new things. You're taking new risks. You know, you're putting yourself in a position that you're not normally in. And, you know, for me, I want to really strive to be comfortable with being in an uncomfortable zone. Mm-hmm. Because in that that area, when you finally get to that point, yeah, you might be a little nervous, but you know what you're doing because you've been in that situation right. before. Or you've been in a similar situation before. You know, it's kind of like when you fail and you learn from it, basically. Experience is the best teacher. You know? And I'm not saying go out with the game plan to fail. Of course, you don't want to do that. But in your darkest moments is where you can learn your biggest lesson. And um, that's ultimately what I want to uh, preach to you all. Because there's a lot of things in life that we can really step out of our comfort zone. Because sometimes we don't even realize how comfortable we are that we have missed so much because we never really stepped out. And, and took that, that risk. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just, you know, something that I just want people to really think about. Like, in, in any part of their life. Like, yo, I've been doing the same <laughs> tactic or the same thing every single day. Because that's how you get complacent. You're just repeatedly doing the same thing over and over and over. But it's just like, why don't you switch it up? Why well, don't they say that's the out? definition of insanity is doing the same thing every day and expecting different results. Because I know for me, like, photography, man, that's that's something where you have to get out of your, your comfort zone. Like, you got to try new things, you know what I'm saying? Because there is, there is that, that um, 
notion of like, damn, are people gonna fuck with it? Mm-hmm. But if you you get caught up in that, then you'll never you'll never know because you're going off your dreams off of fears and going off of hope because the fear is is was comfortable like it keeps you where you're at like nah I'm more comfortable doing this yeah. you know or not dropping this but it's just like you'll never know and even if it doesn't pop but nobody's gonna remember that for the rest of their life it's gonna be a moment in time and then on to the next thing you know what I'm saying yeah yeah you gotta I think a lot of it is a timing thing too you gotta understand the points in which you should sit in your pocket Mm-hmm. You should sit in your comfortability, comfortability, to I don't even know. If that's, I don't think that's a word. Um, you you should sit in that. You sit in your comfortable zone to be able to hone your craft and hone your abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you can't be, you can't grab a camera for the first day and, and yeah, then be like, like oh right. well, let me do upside down under the water <laughs> shoots. Like you gotta. It definitely takes time, you know what I'm saying? But you have to know, you got to be like the bird, the baby bird. Like, you got to know when it's time to get out the nest. You can't be in the nest of fully grown birds still chilling with moms and pops. So, there's a a point, there is a point into which you need to be able to distinguish between the times that you need to um, stay in the waters Mm -hmm. of being comfortable and like that to be able to grow yourself. And then once you've, once you're, grown enough to fly on your own you can go out into those uncomfortable waters and Mm -hmm. and you'll still be able to stand because you've already you set that foundation yeah absolutely (laughs) excuse me i just feel like you get to a point where you know like when you get to that crossroad like yeah something needs to be changed if it's getting too easy you probably that's when it's time to switch it it up you You probably need to change it up because now you're you're constantly repeating doing the same thing so it's just like yeah. All right. So, are you are you ready? Are you ready to take this chance? Are you ready to see what the next thing is out there? And I feel like if you constantly do that, you're always gonna be growing, man. Yeah, and that is definitely applicable in different field. Like, even like in OT and occupational therapy, where people you can work in the the blessing and the curse about OT is you can work in so many settings. You can work in a hospital. You can work in outpatient clinics. You can do home visits. You could do um, schools. You can work in schools. You can work in mental asylums. You can work mm-hmm. uh, virtually wherever, honestly. And jobs, different people's jobs. Um, and and some people, what they do is they'll work in something. So they'll work with kids for like 10 years. And then as soon as they get super comfortable in that, they feel like they can't do anything else mm-hmm. in, in OT. So there's no way they can switch over to adults yeah. because they've been in kids so long. Like, uh, this is all I know. This is what I do. I don't do adults and all that stuff. So Yeah. <clears throat> but you may get to a point where you, you know, you may get, uh, some clinics go up to 21. You may get a 21-year-old client. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do now because I've stayed, only read literature about kids. I've only kept up with the research on pediatric uh pediatric ot and all this type of stuff but you need to stay within different realms you need to keep um keep yourself sharp in a bunch of areas so that when it comes time that you need to this is hard sounds horrible (laughs) when it comes time you need to stab somebody in a different in a different realm 
Yeah, you're Jonas Sharp. You you still got the skills. Yeah, sometimes people gotta die in order for you to grow. You that know is what I'm um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't exactly the way, <laughs> but I mean, you know, teach his own. Tomato, tomato. But yeah, I I hope you guys catch our drift. Yeah. You know, it's just it always comes to a point of time, no matter what it is in life, to where it's just like, all right, I can keep doing the same thing or like I can I can try something new see what happens you know what I'm saying and if it doesn't work analyze what you did get back at it the next time yeah that's yeah definitely be able to re- understand um understand yourself have self awareness mm-hmm. and understand your abilities and understand your um emotional capacity yeah, and whenever you realize that stuff, and you can really um, self-regulate and look back to yourself and understand, mm-hmm. if you're sitting in a place that you don't need to be because you've been doing one thing too long, or you've been only letting yourself get caught in a, a rift of doing the same thing over and over and over, and it's time to change, but you don't know how to change because you're scared to change, you got to take that leap. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, so next segment, and actually this is a new segment that we have for y'all today. It is called, What Are You Listening To? Mm-hmm. So every week, Ty and I are pretty much going to go over what we've been jamming out to on Apple Music, slash Spotify, slash whatever streaming source, or hell, even YouTube. Whatever you're listening to for the week, man. So... Oh, you in this too, bro? Yeah, man. Oh, I I've thought been, we lost you there, bro. I've been uh, I've been listening to some new things. You know, I, Bohemian Rhapsody just the the movie itself changed my entire library. <laughs> I've been I've been listening to the Queen's album, Queen's Greatest Hits, and you'd be surprised how many hits they have. Um, Under Pressure, We Will Rock Under You. Pressure. Bohemian Rhapsody is a personal favorite of mine right now. Another one bites the dust. You know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like a mm-hmm. a backtrack to childhood. Queen is a, is a I didn't I haven't seen the movie but I, I've been listening I've always listened to Queen. Queen is a very interesting group in that they're I know this isn't a Queen segment. There if anybody hasn't read up on like the Queen story and and the story about their band formation and and the leader of the band and stuff like that, you need to go just read some stuff on it. It's a very interesting group. Yeah, I definitely want to check out that Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I like movie. learning about historical this things. One, in my opinion, it was the best movie. Was it? It was about. I mean, it was just about Queen, correct? Or yeah, the formation of the song. Queen and the main character is Freddie Mercury's elite singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, I I will watch that. So, Ty, what have you been listening to this week, man? Let me see. So, as I scroll down my Apple playlist, well, all right. So, most things. Um, like I said too, when, before we were putting this together, it was like you could be listening to old stuff, new stuff. I listen to a lot of old music. One, um, that was guess, a great segue that Timmy put in. A lot, I listen to a lot of old, like classic rock too. So, um, Hotel California, uh, I listen to that at least once every week, especially this week because, um, you said Hotel California, yeah, Eagles, just okay. that song itself. Because my y'all, y'all colonizer bag today, <laughs> I see y'all. I mean, if you want to hit the colonizer, <laughs> no, definitely, um, uh, but that's a very dear song to me, um. Always, uh, this was some some Metallica specifically. Interesting, man. This yeah, is, I be uh, I love classic, listening to Metallica. Uh, I always listen to them in the gym. Yeah, this is a very once. You know what? One gym song that I like, which is it. It sounds weird. Um, fight song. 
I forget the artist. Let me see if I can remember the artist. You said a fight song by fight Migos? Song. No, 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 no. It is. Let me get the artist for you. But um, by Rachel Platten. It is. You've heard the song before. Let me see, I'm gonna play like a little bit of it. It is such a inspiring song to me. I don't know why. <laughs> but the, the crescendo, lie, like when it goes. Hell, bro. Okay, bro. In the beginning. <laughs> But it goes up that when you actually listen to the song, because it's basically about, like, this is my fight. Like, this is the song. This is my song of empowerment. Oh, the, this my, is my fight song. song. Oh, yeah, no, that's my my life song. Though. Yeah, the beginning oh, yeah. sound kind of kind of I've been listening to my favorite album of two, one of my favorite albums in 2000. Um, damn, we ain't the 2018. 2018. Um, no, well, always listen to championships, but um, Tiana Taylor, keep the same energy just because she put out some new videos for it. So then I just kind of got back in my bag for it. Um, and then, dude, I've been trying to put on, I've been trying to put people on this dude. We talked about it a little bit last week, Put put people onto this dude. Um, a while ago, the baby, but then with his new album, I guess he got a little more mainstream success. But um, played a, played his album for a couple people up in Minnesota and stuff like that. Now people rocking with it and stuff. But yeah, definitely uh, listen to a lot of the baby this year. Um, ooh, a lot of the baby this week, this past week. Sounds yeah. good, man. Sounds good. Just, so like, uh, the big, the big ones, a lot I, of old rock and stuff. I usually listen to playlists majority of the time because that's where I catch up on new music. Uh, things that have stuck out to me that I've heard this week. Uh, Freaky by Tory Lanez. It's very interesting now. Freaky? Yeah, the song is called Freaky. Mm. It's very interesting now looking at how much I enjoy listening to Tory Lanez because you definitely tried to put me on a while back but I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. But now, you know, he actually puts out quality music. So, shout out to Tory, man. Uh, what else? Um, I know Richard Kidd just dropped an album today. I heard, I and, heard, um, I haven't listened to it. There was a song on there with Gunna and Young Thug. I think it's Fell Through. Uh, I posted on IG Store today. Yeah, it was Fell, or Fall Through. That's actually a solid song. The song with Big Sean on this, too. It's pretty good. Uh, Still Bumping Racks in the Middle by Nipsey Hussle. That's, that's my goddamn... Driving that goddamn late at night song, man. Just <laughs> feel like I'm in, in Cali listening to that. Uh, Slime Beef, or I'm sorry, Slime Belief by Young Boy NBA. That's definitely another one for sure. You know I'm still on my Kalani while we wait shit. I listen to that shit every I, day. You know, I've, I've listened to that album, like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, eh. The second time I listened to it, I was like, like whoa. Yeah, you maybe it was the mood. Day that first. I was like, maybe it was a mood, but I was like, yeah, okay, okay. I see what she's doing. Yeah, dog. she gave me like TLC vibes. I I run that whole album at least once a day. It's a good album. Absolutely. I uh, did a little throwback. I listened to Free Black uh, earlier this week. Panther Palooza. Yeah, man. Definitely had to get some of that. Middle Child for sure. I'm definitely be, but I have to listen to Middle Child once a day, man. At least. <laughs> You know what it's I'm a really saying? good song. I think it's a un, as as many people know that it's a good song. I still think it's an underrated song because no, I, I don't hear people went, listen to that it. That shit like, went platinum in did it in less than a month, bro. I don't know why I feel like nobody like oh, I'm sorry, people just shoved it to the days. side. I'm like, this is like a really good song, but I don't know. Nah, bro, Maybe that, that was his first song to go platinum that quick. 
That was also his highest, I think, Billboard ranking song as well. Middle chart. So, uh, song. it's number one in Apple Music right now, still, on the top charts. What song? Middle Child. Uh, listen to some Scorpion this week as well. Uh, a little bit of Father of Four. That's pretty much been on my main, main thing this week, you know. So oh, one song I didn't meet, uh, I didn't say, I didn't go through my whole classic rock bag because it's like 20 songs, but one song I did want to point out that I know a lot of people, a lot of people are like, I guess in the rock world, like 50-50 on the Black Crows, but the Black Crows have a song called Hard to Handle, which is, I I think, like, I think everybody just go listen to it now. It's an excellent song. Pause it, go listen to it and come back. Um. That's one of my favorite, all-time favorite classic rock songs, for sure. Just had to throw that in there. Absolutely, man. Um, hey, y'all pray for Georgia State right now. They're playing Houston. It's uh, You finna wax them, dog. It's 5 to 15 right now. <laughs> <laughs> God. Hey, I mean, the game just, well, it's six minutes in. So, let's, well, let's all say a prayer for them because uh, we need this upset, Lord. We're going to get it. Yeah. We've been there before. We've been the underdogs before. Exactly. Showed out. Exactly. Shout out to Baylor. Woo! All right, anyways. And UConn, actually. Since we just finished the music segment, we're going to go into pop culture and start off the topic with uh, some music stuff as well. So, first thing I want to talk about is this Kodak Black slash Young M.A. beat that's been going on this past week, man. Your boy Kodak is out here wildin', man. Your boy Kodak is out here wildin'. That's not my man, dog. <laughs> I mean, let me drive the boat. But if anybody, if anybody this, this was questioning tripping. any of his, I don't know if it was sexual harassment charges or whatever they were, any of his charges about sexual abuse or sexual harassment or sexual misconduct or whatever it was, I think it's pretty clear and blatant how those charges came to be. Like, he is, he's like one of them guys, them, some people that just keep like nagging, like like a guy that just keep nagging at girls and keep nagging at girls till they just be like, oh, all right, I'll give it to you. Like that's what he seems like to me. But yeah, cause it's know. like, dude, young and May's a lesbian. Like a whole, uh, it might just be for publicity, like shock value. I don't think it's any shock value, bro. I think she's a full blown lesbian. No, 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 no. I'm saying oh, him he's saying it like. He might just be saying it now just because everybody's talking about it. I don't know. But, but he put in a whole so song. Cause, yeah, because he knew people was going clip, to take clips from it and put it on Twitter. But then and he maybe kept, I'm giving him a bit of benefit, of the, benefit of the like, doubt. Why maybe. would you say, how can you have a pussy not want to get penetrated? Like, nigga. That is a, you defeat You that's just a horrible defeated line. the whole purpose of being lesbian. Like, dude, <laughs> if she does not want dick, she doesn't want dick. Like, how is this such a hard concept for him to understand, bro? And to speak on his his rape case, like, dude, it hasn't even started yet, and you don't think they're taking this stuff up as evidence? Like, you don't think these lawyers are not going to see this and use this and try to play it on your character? Because what? how do you even explain that to the judge when that is presented? You can't just be like, oh, I'm joking. Not in this time. Not in this movement. I can see him doing it, though. Like, dude. Or some people trying to do it. They be like, it was just for Twitter. 
Well, Twitter got you in jail, dog. So, but you know, it's interesting when this this information came out the first time. Like, I don't know, it was 2017, 2018. I died on that hill. I really did die on that hill. On the on the Kodak, what the free Kodak hill? No, on on saying this nigga's guilty. Oh, 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 oh. The rape test kit <laughs> came back positive, but niggas wasn't trying to hear me about that. I think then. they was just stuck on the. They was. Trying to listen to ZZ. ZZ, like, wasn't yeah. even out. <laughs> ZZ wasn't even out back then. Oh, true. Jeez, that is a, yeah. Like, I don't know. Niggas People just, just waited for his music. Niggas just said, fuck it, bro. We want to listen to Kodak. So I said, fuck it. I guess we listen to the Kodak. Because y'all didn't want to hear me. But now that this man's saying this shit like this now, you really think this nigga ain't do it? Like, this, this is not even funny no me more. Me clearly bro. did it. Like, clearly. This is not... It's not it's not funny. I don't find any humor in this. Like, dude, she don't want you, bro. Like, I don't you basically forcing yourself on her by by saying this. And it's and it, I'm sorry, go no, ahead, no, bro. I was just about to say it's just very like when people talk about toxic ma- a lot of people like to like discount stuff and and discount like some of the the things that are popular say like me too and toxic masculinity and all this stuff, but this is what people be talking about. Like on 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 the surface of it, yeah, it's funny. Or some people think it's funny. Some people think it's a sound bite to say on Twitter. But like, when you really get to the root of it, it's really one is disrespectful. Two, disrespectful. It's wow. like, it's like this is the this is the root of what every woman is talking about and like, has made everyone hurt by. Yeah, like this is why this is why these things are saying. This mm-hmm. is why toxic toxic masculinity is saying. This is why. Uh, me too was a thing. Cause somebody made a good point on Twitter. They were like basically saying, if a gay man was doing this to a straight man, you would be uncomfortable. You wouldn't want that shit. Oh yeah. It's the same thing that's applying to now. It's just people don't know how to put themselves in other people's shoes. <laughs> they don't know how to understand and see somebody else's perspective or their side of the story. Yeah. People can never see that, and it, it just it, it's crazy to me. Like, you can't cry wolf if you can't even see it from somebody else's point of view. Yeah, people Come people on, definitely now. like empathy nowadays. They do, bro. It's shit. It's, it's crazy, man. And it's just like, Kodak, you, you, are, you have talent, bro. But it's just like, I don't know if you don't have a PR agent, but you're just saying stupid shit. Even that shit that happened with him and Wayne, bro. Talking about oh, he yeah, should have yeah, died yeah. as a baby, like... Bro, what is wrong with you? Like, why even invite this bad energy in? You know, I really thought when X died, niggas was really gonna get their shit together and just chill out on this, this, this whole "I have to say this" or, or "act like this" to get attention type shit. Cause this is what happens when you put out bad energy. Bad shit is gonna come back. Yeah, but and it, you would think. I mean. I would I would say you would think people would realize it, but at the same time, when people see people like um, Boom Gang and all those people get popular, and I know he was like a while ago, but like people like Boom him Gang got arrested, bro. <laughs> I think he still might be in jail. But they see the likes he get, and they're like, "Oh well, this is what I, this this is what I can do to get the likes." And then all I gotta do is sneak a little. My pin tweet, put my pin tweet is one of my music videos, and then people gonna go to my page and they gonna see the music. So they do these gimmicks and stuff, try to get other things popping. When it's like, 
I don't know. It's just so to me. It just seems so stupid because it's like, what is the end game? What is your end game here? Mm-hmm. Are you are you willing to risk your whole life just to get a couple clicks on a video? Yeah, a couple clicks on a video. Some people are. I mean, it's just what it is. But all that drive, you can't put that else into something else. <clears throat> they should and they could, but they won't because it's the easy route. Crazy to me, man. I just hope Kodak chills out. But at this point, dude, if you're not listening to these old heads out here warning you, he's just going to be one of those dudes I got to find out the hard way. That's what it just Didn't comes Didn't J. Cole say he spoke to him? Yeah, he did. You know, I, I thought shit, that might help old dude, but clearly he didn't do shit. Yeah. He didn't do shit, man. So it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Anyways, next topic, music wise, slash pop culture wise. Good old Daniel Caesar, man. <laughs> you know, battle <laughs> good old good old boy Daniel Caesar. You good know old, good old Tom. I'm I'm really disappointed in Daniel. I'm really disappointed in him because he makes such good music. Such quality music. I mean, I love his music. I love his music. Well, I loved his music. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, he had that type of music that just puts you in a different mood, man. Like, it's just. He is, I mean, he has a great voice. He does, man. So does does. R. Kelly, though. So does R. Kelly. I mean. You have a great point. But unfortunately, I cannot continue to put the talent over the person. I can't do that, man. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about the black community. Especially when you talk about the people who put you on, bro. That's 100%. I remember listening to Daniel before this nigga blew up. Sharing his music. You know me, as soon as I hear something fire, mm-hmm. put it on social media. I do it for a reason. It's just good music. You should listen to it. And and you blew up. You blew up quick, bro. You blew up quick, man. And this is how you repay the favor. And when this information came down, you know, I saw the tweet. You know, for me, I don't I don't just see a tweet and just all right, this is this is the truth. Right. They said it. So it must it must have happened. Um so there was a tweet about the whole winning strategy shit or whatever. So, you know, I'm looking up videos. I don't see anything about him talking about that. So I'm like, what what's going on? What's really what's good? So I found the extended version. Probably play a little clip or whatever. And um I mean the shit was true. Yeah. Like he really said it. He full bone said it. Like basically saying as a, as a society, as a culture, we are not winning. We need to accept the winning team strategy and how to build off of that. And I just have so many questions for Daniel. Because we all know you mean the winning team is the white people. But what exactly do you See, mean by this strategy? What strategy are you specifically referring to? Because the strategies that I've seen... 
from the winning team has been abuse of power. I mean, abuse of people of color to get to the top. So, if if that's the strategy you're talking about, that defeats the whole purpose of you talking about we need to bridge the gap because that's going to do the opposite. We doing what they did to us. So what are you talking about, bro? For, what did you really talking about? A lot of it was the get over it part. When you say get over it, that is just and within itself. If you talking, if you telling a whole culture of people to get over four hundred plus years of and still going on. Honestly, shit is still going of on. Diminishing of their culture, and diminishing of their humanity, diminishing of their dignity. Um, you can, there is no there's no validation in that there's no way to validate any statement when you say get over it that doesn't even ring true that doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense um, and i don't know some people and i i don't i don't um i don't believe in this because i don't believe in letting him off the hook for this or not even letting him off the hook we're using this as an excuse but some people will say he's not american so he doesn't understand um he doesn't understand the the plight and the, I guess, the history behind things and stuff like that. But one, for me, if you don't understand, that's even more reason not to speak on it. Hello. Two, it's almost, I mean, it's almost ingrained in, well, not even almost. It is American history. It is American culture now um, to know that this was a part of the history. This is basically the foundation of the nation. The foundation of what this whole country is built on is is built on the black, the back of slaves and the back of, um, the back of discrimination, back of hatred against people who are darker than, to his words, the winning race or the winning people. Um, so everything everything in the place where he finds success and where he, I'm sure, loves to travel, to do videos, or do his business and stuff, is built on the backs of the people who he's telling to get over it. And it makes it even worse. It, it You know, it wouldn't matter what color he was, if he was black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or anything like that. But the fact that he is black makes it that much worse. For sure. And to go back to one of his points that he said... We're not winning as a, as a culture, as a society. I think we're doing pretty good. What race? Yeah, what race the, are you talking about? The upward, like we're, we're dude. Hip hop is the number one genre in the country. It's past country and and pop and rock. How can you even say that? Yeah. Like seriously, it doesn't make any sense. But as a culture, we're doing pretty good, man. And uh, I just think you need to change your viewpoint on life. Because I think what happened was is you got money and you forgot where you came from. You forgot that it's a struggle to get to where you're at. You know, because you're here now. Yeah. And I don't look, man. I just I can't support you anymore. I cannot support Daniel Caesar anymore. It just it it and he's cool with it. He said cancel me. So all right, bro. You I asked just, for it. 
I just wish we could all follow suit and not three months down the road be back on his dick. That's what I'm hoping. Now, I think that's what he's banking on, too. I think that's what he's banking on because he said that we tried it the first time and we came back. I think he said something doing the thing that when Kanye was tripping, Mm -hmm. and he might have, but I don't remember how I felt about that at the time because uh, I don't know how informed I was about it when he did that situation. But um, regardless, dude, and even the Yes Jewel situation, dude, she literally tweeted a tweet saying, should I wear this? And his shirt says, niggas ain't shit. Come on, bro. Stop being stupid. Stop being dumb. It's the clicks. When you do stupid shit like that, bro, you are going to get that work. And then throwing shade at Joe Budden, Scotty Beam. Like, who who is she? Who is she, bro? She literally got arrested multiple times for prostitution in Florida, bro. She literally sells yes, her Jewel pussy. Did? Yes, bro. Oh, wow. She literally sells her pussy with niggas with clout. I ain't saying she sells it anymore, but she definitely yeah. fucked to get to where she's at. Now, am I saying LeBron fucked her? I wouldn't be surprised at this point because they were saying Travis Scott, D. Wade, LeBron James. I would not be surprised, bro. But LeBron, uh, I hope LeBron did. Hey, bro. Faithful Black Easy. Man Society. Look, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, bro. NBA money, man. Be doing something to them, man. Hey, man. But um, I just wish somebody took his phone. Just, yo, you're drunk. Chill out. Because obviously he did not come with any information. He didn't come informed. And now you're fucking up your career for what? You're too great of an artist to do that. Like, dog. It's always the ones with the most talent. Always, bro. It's always the ones with the most talent. Always, man. I don't know. Shit's so disappointing, bro. So fucking disappointing. Alright. And, dog, they was cranking up on on the jokes. They was definitely cranking up on the Daniel Caesar jokes, bro. Yeah, I might have to... Well, not might. I might have to delete his old... All his songs out of my playlist. Yeah, dog. I definitely... Yeah, uh, I'm not for it. I definitely let go of any... Well, I don't have any of his shit saved. But now I, I just... I can't, I can't support it, bro. Broke my heart, man. Hmm. But it is what it is, man. There'll be another artist... There will. There always will be somebody else, man. So it's all good, bro. On to the next artist, man. And also on to the next topic. Just hilarious. <laughs> you know, going back to another person, talking about shit when you're not informed. Like, y'all do this to yourselves. Y'all really do. Because first of all, Jess, you're really not that funny, to be honest. I don't know why she gave her that title of Jess Hilarious. Like, the, I feel like the people got to say you hilarious first when you start <laughs> calling yourself that. Yeah. It's that Instagram fame. It's that Instagram fame, bro, for real. I did, I never thought she was that. Well, I mean, there was definitely tough points 
But I know people was talking about like she was like a female um, DC Young Fly, and I, I think DC Young Fly is hilarious. That nigga's hilarious, but and she's not on DC Young Fly. I, I don't think so. But I'm sure level. some people. I'm sure some people do, especially people from like Baltimore and all that stuff. But personally, I just didn't. She's just didn't not that, she that funny, funny to me. Even before this whole incident. Um, like I don't even watch that show on Fox, and it's just like. Jess, I got some... Where do I even start off, man? Why would you post that video? Like, do y'all really not see the effects of social media by now? How many other fucking celebrities have to go down for some shit for y'all to really be like, you know what? Maybe I should just keep this to myself. Yeah. Maybe I should just shut the fuck up and not say anything. Y'all don't always have to go to social media, bro. I think that's the biggest lesson. It's like, I understand, like, you maybe. Maybe she was genuinely scared and all that stuff, and and which is a visceral. Some people feel like that's a visceral reaction to some things. Which, granted, if it's not, it's not right, but it can be understood for some people, especially after like nine eleven, whatever. Not even, not even accounted for. This is, I mean, it's a whole other story that these aren't one Muslim people. Um, that you're that you're talking about right now. These are not people that are even you know, uh, inciting any type of behavior that seems like it's connected to terrorism. But that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. But even if you are scared, the thing about posting it on social media, people feel like they got to post everything on social Every media. Every fucking thing. Like, I know it's your, your job, problem. sis. I understand this is how you get your check. But you don't make money off of hatred. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can be done, but that's not good money, man. You're going to end up losing money at the end of the day. Like, and then, you know what kills her the most is because you are like, I'm not apologizing. Da 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 da. da. <laughs> Next day, well, guys, I, I just really, I, I am really sorry for. I have wrote a statement. <laughs> I thought it was just see, if you're gonna do an apology, you gotta like do it from the heart. It seems that so, wasn't from the heart. It seems so contrived. That sound like Fox just called me and saying they might drop me off next season of Royal. <laughs> so I need to apologize now or my check's gone. That's what it sounded like. Even though she donated fifteen thousand dollars, like I I just can't feel bad when you put yourself in this position. And then you was beating on your chest talking about you not apologizing for shit. You can't say I'm not apologizing for shit and then the next day come with the apology and just expect the world to forgive you. It doesn't work like that, man. It does not work like that at all. And I just really wish people would be more conscious about the shit they post for a post. Like, is it really worth it? Like, did you really think niggas were going to find that shit hilarious? Because what was funny about it? What was really funny about it? Like, there, there's nothing funny. Yeah, And it just pisses me off because you give this ammunition to white folk to hate other people, to hate black people, to hate people of color. Oh, this black person is doing it, so it's okay. Like, you're, you're taking away from our plight, you know what I'm saying? That's not cool. That's not cool at all. And it, I mean, it's also a thing to where you don't want to be that person that is one acting off of fear. Um, cause like one, it was a comedian who had talked about it or whatever, but 
you know, a lot of times that people act out of fear um, because maybe media has told you that this type of person is this, or this type of person is that. A lot of those have ended up with people who look like us dying because somebody was just scared. Like somebody like um, Zimmerman, like George Zimmerman was just scared. So he ended up killing Trayvon Martin. You know, there were people, that, cops that were just scared. So they ended up shooting somebody. Like, you got to get past that point to where, one, I know it's hard, but one, we're not being slaves to media and what they're telling us about certain people. And taking the time to actually learn about other people's cultures. Because the more you know, I mean, for somebody who doesn't know any Muslims, maybe it's easy for them to hate Muslim people because of 9-11. But for somebody who knows Muslims, it's more like when you see 9-11, when you remember 9-11 you're like okay well it was this subset of these whole people i'm not going to hate all muslims because i know muslim people mm-hmm. and they're not like that so you know that that's the exact op you know this whole video thing from her fights that whole narrative and that whole lesson that people excuse me i think that people should take and and use to make a better place but now going the opposite direction and putting videos of people like that that's not going to help nothing yeah and it goes back to just saying, like, when I was mentioning earlier about putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if you were that person getting attacked? They may not even know that they they cause all this ruckus. Like, just for being them. Yeah. And... Even now, as something I do is I try to check myself because it is so easy to to spew negative shit out. It's so easier to be negative than it is to be positive. That's true. It's so easy. So now it will, it will be to a point where I'll check myself. Even when I'm driving or there's a slow drive and I'm turning up on them. I see this this fat guy he's stuffing his face with food. Like, nigga, why the fuck is you eating when I'm trying to get home? But then I have to check myself like, yo, I don't know what this man's day's been like. This man might have had the longest day of his life right now, and this is just him getting some time to get his mind right. I don't know. Who am I to say anything? Who am I to judge? I'm, I don't have that right to say anything. Yeah. I mean, if we all step back and look at ourselves like that, then the world would be a better place. Hey, bro, the world would be such a fucking better place if people could stop being so damn selfish and just take a step back. Look from the outside in from once. Like, dog, why is it that hard to do that? Why are we so self-centered? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me, bro. Like, Good yes, everybody has a dream. They want to do shit or whatever. But sometimes we have to take a step back. Because we're looking at life from a different, from the, from not the right view. Sometimes you need to step back and get a different perspective of it. But, dog, it is so hard for folks to understand that. It's really not a hard concept to grasp, bro. I promise you it's not. Because it'll make people step out of their comfort zones. People not ready to do it, man. I mean, simple. So I asked y'all, are we ready to get out of our comfort zone? Are we ready to stop thinking this one way might be the right way? That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying, bro. So anyways, man, what else we got on here? Uh, Adrian Broner 
Same, yeah, same type to, of situation, bro. It's not even much bro. to say about that, honestly. Honestly, that bro, I really thing. think he might be on the down low, bro. <laughs> I really think so. Because it wasn't like a situation that happened. He's like, so aggressive, like, for nothing. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? I don't know, but that was a very, I mean, that was just, one, it was a horrible comment to make. But two, but to the same effect, like, the same things you said about um, Jess Hilarious reigns true for him. It's when you're, I, I don't know if he's scared of gay people or how he feels. Well, I know, obviously, how he feels towards them, but, you know, that, like, to say such, like, a hateful thing, and I think that's a thing, like, and within black culture that we should fix is that, there's so much homophobia and there's so much hatred towards gay people or something like that. There's so much like animosity towards gay people where it's really they're not no one's doing anything to you. Like there's it's not affecting your life at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is in the littlest way, all you say is you know no thank you. If a guy and I noticed that you got all y'all guys are scared of. If a guy comes up to you and says hey I think you're cute blah 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 blah. No thank you. I'm not gay. Is that you don't gotta shoot them. Is that you simple, don't punch bro? Them. Is that simple? When like, you guys want know. a female and they say they're not interested, you walk away. Yeah. What if a girl said, "I'm gonna shoot every guy that comes up to me and asks me," like what? Like, come on, dog. It's it's um. It's getting it, that was a ridiculous comment. That was a ridiculous statement. It was so unnecessary. So I I don't understand. Why you chose to make this video? I I really don't get it. Like I, that's why I really feel like he is undercover. Cause it, it's not like there was a situation that sprouted from this. You didn't explain that in your story. You just went on ten dropping this video for what? Like literally for what, bro? And it's like Adrian. Maybe if you spent all this attention and all this hatred. All this energy that you put together to put on that video, maybe if you put it in your boxing skills, you wouldn't be losing so much, man. <clears throat> I can't remember the last time this man won a fight. Like, it's just everything you do is shenanigans. Like, you literally just the shenanigans. You throw people. shit together, and you hope that it's gonna work. Like, dude, you're a joke, bro. You're a joke. That's all I got to say about this, man. Like, just think for once, bruh. Just think, man. Because I can never see myself posting a video like that. There's there's nothing a gay person or any anybody of that degree has done anything to me for me to say anything about that. Yes, I've been hit on my gay people. I'm not about to make a rant about that. Like, dude, that's your prerogative, bro. How many matter? That's your prerogative. I don't you care. Say is no, thank you. No, thank you. Move on, That's bro. All you literally all you gotta say. It's that easy. That's just some lame shit, bro. That's all I gotta say. It's lame as hell. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't understand it, but I've I've never understood it with like people who were homophobic or anything like that. Um, I never understood it. I never understand like how people are truly homophobic like that. Because how does that affect your life? No, literally, yeah. 
That's like, all I've been thinking. Like, how does that really affect your life, bro? I just don't see how it can. But it doesn't. <laughs> yo, people be tripping out here, man. They be tripping out here for real. <sighs> Anyways, man. What else you want to talk about? You want to talk about how uh, these new kids are strong Miami? <laughs> <coughs> it's the new PCB, dog. Miami is the new PCB. And I mean, uh, I don't know, man. Miami wasn't that crazy when we when. Bro, we came on we, some chill vibes, bro. Or at least I don't remember day. it being that crazy. Niggas was not on no type of shit like that. I mean, niggas might be fucked up, but shit, you ain't out here goddamn fighting the whole beach. You in Miami? You looking good? Like niggas really came good, there to fight. Miami finna cancel everything. They finna close Miami because of y'all. But didn't they shut down Miami for spring break? I'm sure they tried to like lessen the volume, but yeah. But how you gonna really get people? You can get flights from my from Atlanta to Miami for like a hundred dollars. You always gonna have people people there for spring yeah. break. Yep. Man, Shout that's out to Miami. Sad, dog. Great trip. That was a great trip. It was, man. I really enjoyed going to Miami, man. That was a fun trip. That was definitely a fun-ass trip. And uh, once uh, all these people, once spring break is done, I'll definitely come back to Miami again. But this is disgusting what they've done to that city, man. Like, y'all got to tighten up, bro. That's what happened. PCB PCB canceled. So everybody was like, oh, we can't do PCB. What's the next best thing? Miami will will block your asses, bro. I'm telling y'all. They will do it, bro. For real. Miami PD. Shout out to everybody in spring break right now. Hope y'all having fun. If you're there now, be safe. Um, Make sure you do some studying because I'm sure you got tests. I know my students have tests. So, I hope you're studying. Um, man, they getting get fucked up, books. man. Get on your books. They getting <laughs> fucked up. Come on now. <laughs> Shout out to Spring Break, man. Uh, Shaq is a new face of Papa John's. So that's good for them. Got uh, He's trying a new to... face of Papa John's? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He's on like their board now. Papa Shaq. That was today, so... Uh, Shout out to Shaq. Yeah, man. Shout out his to coins. Shaq, man. Shaq getting his coins. You know, hopefully he can turn the negative image of Papa John's around. Because <laughs> they was fucking it up, man. Shaq could turn anything into gold, dog. Shaq to be is, honest. Shaq is just a positive dude. He just need to drop one commercial and they back right where they need to be, man. Um, I just also want to say, too, fuck all the Gwinnett voters who denied the martyr... Oh, Expansion in Gwinnett. Sad day. Do you bitches know how bad Atlanta traffic is and how much traffic that would save if they expanded you know, Marta? The traffic is actually going into Gwinnett now. Like, I live off of Highway 78, and, like, Highway 78 is starting to get backed up because people, you know, get going to wherever if they're getting, trying to get to 285 and all that. But, like, you know traffic is bad if it's getting into Gwinnett. Like, Around five, around three, between like three and six o'clock, it gets like bad. I'm like, ugh. Yo, you're like, y'all are mad dumb. Yeah, y'all you know truly why, dumb, but you know bro. why. People just don't, people are scared of people. People are scared Atlanta of change. Coming. People are scared of black people. 
It's nothing new, the man. Big, the last one was the biggest thing that you said. There's nothing fucking new. Shit's so stupid. So fucking stupid, man. Damn. Maybe one day. I hope so, man. <sighs> Anyways, did you hear about Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A's been up in the, the news Okay, again. I heard vaguely. I heard Chick-fil-A was supposed to be canceled. But I didn't see the specifics. The, like, the, the whatever I read, they didn't say specifics. They were just saying, are you still eating Chick-fil-A? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I, I said yes, because I don't know what's going on. Was it racist or was it homophobic? So, basically, they are too. still donating to anti-LG. Oh. LGB. I knew. TQ I could have figured communities. that. I'm sorry if I butchered that, y'all. I know there's more to that. Anti-LGBTQIA plus community. And uh, apparently one of the names that they put out there, they said that they're no longer doing it. Chick-fil-A is denied that they're doing it. But if there's public record that they're still donating to these companies, come on now. I'm sure they still do. Yeah, like, let's be serious because we, we all know Dan Cathy was not out here vouching for <laughs> for the gays and lesbians out here in this world and the transsexuals. We we know that good and goddamn well. So, um, I mean, there's already starting to make some noise. Uh, Chick-fil-A has been banned from the San Antonio airport. Um, and that's up today. And um, I had the information earlier of what the names were under, but, like, one of them was, like, a school about, like, Getting homo like, like I think converting. Oh, they like have conversion like camps. Shooting them away. Yeah, Is that what you're talking about conversion. A lot of Christian like based organizations have this thing called a conversion camp, and they have gay people go to this camp, and they try to con- I don't know make them not gay or something. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they do exactly. But I don't know either. Like, how do you convert somebody? To being straight, like if that's not what you just gonna have them acting straight. If that's what they don't want, that's what they don't want. Like I don't, I don't get that. I'll never understand that, man. I don't understand people, dog. No, they donated more than one point eight million dollars to these charities. Oh, donate me, to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which requires its employees to refrain from homosexual acts. For real. Yes, it Bro, also I gave $6,000 to the Paul Anderson Youth Home, which teaches boys that same-sex marriage is raised against Jesus Christ and his values. Oh, man. I think they also said... What's that? Oh, Red Cross. Not Red Cross. Is it Red Cross? What's that uh, big donation place? Not Goodwill, but... Um, um, Salvation Army? Salvation Army. It might be Salvation Army. But, um, yeah, man. This is this is bad, bro. And, um, you know, at this point... Because we all know... Look, I know a lot of black folk out here. We love Chick-fil-A. We love the waffle fries. But we might have to let Chick-fil-A go, man. I'm all right with that. Well, <laughs> it's going to be hard. I know. I know. I understand. This is some tough are shit. They, are they under new ownership? Isn't the son or something taking over? Is he well, they, they got a lot of... 
They got a lot of fixing to do, man. Like, how about they pay me to come help them come fix it up? I'll do. I'll do that. Cause they're chicken. And you know, now that I'm on the keto diet too, like I can run the Chick Fil A. Just get me the grilled chicken. Just chicken only. You know what I'm saying? But y'all just fucking this up now, man. <laughs> what the fuck, Chick Fil A? I used to work for y'all niggas, man. Oh yeah, I remember. And this, this how y'all doing, people, bro? Come on now, man. I gotta let you. I gotta let y'all go. I gotta man. grow with the times. You gotta grow with the times, man. This is bad. This is, and this is why I go back to saying like, we're just of the generation now. Like, you really gotta re. <coughs> you gotta, you gotta be with the times, bro. You have to. These old values are not the new thing anymore. They, they have changed, and now y'all, cause people, look, that community is a very strong community. They will rally up together and not support y'all, y'all anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, I'm sure they already. St- Stopped or oh, already yeah, started to, but now this is the icing on the cake, bro. I just hope this is the push that Chick Fil A needs to know that they should change some of their culture, their work. The culture. only way they can get right is to give free chicken to people for a year. Reparations. That's the only way it's gonna work. Oh, reparations! Shout out to reparations. So, I'm down with that, and I've said it now. So if I'm seeing with a Chick Fil A <laughs> first in line. It's either two things that happen. Somebody bought it from me and I didn't know. I didn't have no other option. It's like, yo, you know, we getting... I was forced. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, You know, I can't be that guy. I'm like, yo, take me here. You can only eat at Chick-fil-A's that got gay people working there. Oh, God. Now, I'm going to argue. I'm like, yo, they wilding. Why are we eating there? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna try to defend. I'll push a chair on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Something I'm gonna crazy. try to convince him to go somewhere else. Like, hey, let's go to Wendy's instead. But you know, if I'm not driving, you know, I got the final say, y'all. So understand, please. All right, so that's what we have for pop culture today. So we're actually gonna go to our other new segment today, the Atlanta Green Book. You know, we talked about it in our last episode, so we are going to go ahead and get it started this week. Uh, Our first Green Book entry today Mm -hmm. is Four Keeps. Ty has some more information about that, so I'm going to slide it over to him to give you more info about it. Uh, So Four Keeps Bookstore was a bookstore that I went to not too long ago. It was probably mid to end February, but um, black-owned bookstore, obviously, because it's in this segment, but... um, it is a young woman by the name of Rosa Duffy. She designed a shop basically down on Auburn Avenue. And if you can familiar with Atlanta, you know Auburn Avenue is basically used to be Black Wall Street, pretty much of Atlanta until it got burned down. A bunch of things happened, and um, um, it went to you know a type of place where some people would term it like sketchy or something like that. But a lot of things are down Auburn Avenue. It's a lot of historical, um places where where black um some honestly some powerful black martin luther king used to go out down there he used to go to peacock and in the lounge down there and a lot of jamaican um it's like a jamaican food place mangoes that has been there um if you go even further down 
you know, where the Martin Luther King Center is, and then you have uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church, and then you also have hit Martin Luther King's house a little bit further down. So it's, it's a lot of things. There's a lot of history on Auburn Avenue. Uh, Martin Luther King Parade always goes down Auburn Avenue and finishes down there. Um, and she opened this bookstore on this street, and it's, I believe she started it as a pop-up bookstore. She said, um, I got to speak with her when I was there. She said she started it out after high school. She used to just take some of her dad's books and kind of create little pop-up shops or something like that. And then... It became this big thing, and, um, you know, she's gotten mentioned in a bunch of magazines and, like, New York Times and all this stuff, and it's really just, you know, a powerful young black woman doing things that um, that people don't see is kind of intertwined with our culture. People don't really think about books. When people think about black culture, some people don't really think about books and knowledge and education and all these mm-hmm. type of things, and she's pushing that narrative. Um, basically she has a lot of books from the seventies, a lot of older books, a lot of books, um, specialty kind of niche books. Um, she said she takes like requests, so she like curates and stuff. So if somebody is looking for a book on cello playing or something like that, she can find books to kind of intertwine the two concepts of black culture and cello playing and things like that. She also, one really cool thing about her place is she has a lot of cool artwork and, um, a lot of old, like, 70s and 60s and even, like, 50s um, jet magazines and, like, news articles and all that stuff, which she doesn't sell, but she has for people to read and, and things like that. So when you come in, you almost get, already get that feel of that black culture. You could just sit down at the table, read some, like, old black literature, and then look at some of the books and look at some of the artwork and all types of things. So um just want to give a shout-out to her. I believe this 28-year-old woman. Rosa Duffy for opening this opening this bookstore in Atlanta in the epicenter of black growth and black um black greatness on Auburn Avenue. If you want to know where to go, it's at one seven one Auburn Avenue. It's right on the corner, right by down on Georgia State's campus, right across the street from Mangoes. Um Awesome book, awesome bookstore. If you have a chance, go down there. Go look at some things. Even if you don't buy anything, it's a bunch of great, cool artwork to go look at. A lot of, a lot of black. Um, if you just need like some black empowerment one day, you just feeling real down about your culture and all that type of stuff. This is the best place to go. And you can learn a lot about some of some of the things that you may not have even noticed. You can tell a lot about the the past. You can tell a lot, a lot about a time period when you look at newspapers and magazines at mm-hmm. the time. So being able to read, actually read a Jet magazine from 1950s and it has like real ads like talking about get your high school diploma because you could get any job in the world. And, uh, you know, like they have colored shaving cream and they selling all types of stuff. Like it's, it's, it makes it a little bit more real when you can actually yeah. read it. So, um, shout out to her, man. Go check that out. 171 Auburn Avenue. That's dope Door shit, man. Bookstore. I definitely got to check that out soon, for sure, for sure, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a dope place. Real dope place. So, thank you for that, man. We appreciate that. And, of course, there's going to be more to come, y'all. And if y'all have any black businesses that y'all want to recommend, let us know. We'll put it on the podcast. Like I said, this is a thing now. So, let us know, y'all. All right, last thing. All things considered, this is where we find dope shit. And we'd like to share it with y'all. Just some real good things that, that people are doing in this world. You know, this uh, has been brought up earlier this month, but I definitely want to bring it back about uh, Jaden Smith 
bringing his Just Water to Flint. Um, Jaden Smith's Just Water Foundation announced that it will be partnering with the First Trinity Baptist Church to bring free mobile water filtration systems to the residents of Flint, Michigan. And that's that's a big thing, man, because Flint has not had clean water for years, bro. For years, man. Some people forgot. Some people forgot. Or don't care. And that's why I go back to saying, like, we need to sometimes take a step back. Like, this shit is bigger than us, bro. Like I said, we all have dreams and shit we want to get out. But this, this life is bigger than us, man. Like, we can make some real fucking change in this world. And it's just so dope that Jaden is using his his platform for good. Like, this is a serious crisis going on in our yeah. country, bro. Yeah. And it's just, all it takes is one person to do something, man. And I'm glad he's finally doing this, bro. Shout I'm glad he's that. making Shout this happen, man. Shout out to Jay, man. Shout out to him. And it's, it's like I said, it's Great so memory. quick to 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 go to negative than positive. Like, it's so quick to hear something more negative than it is to hear something positive. Like, mm-hmm. we're just naturally inclined for that. So, when stuff like this happens, you got to share it, man. You got to pass this word on. I, I hope more people join this. Get inspired and, by and, it. And continue to not just target Flint, but other places in the country, in the world, man. Like, that's that should be the goal, man. There's a lot of places that can use the help. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. So, shout out to Jaden for that, man. Shout out to Jaden. Really dope man. stuff. Really amazing stuff dope. he's doing, man. Super dope. But that is everything, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of In General. To her. We appreciate it. Um, as always, you know... Comment, subscribe, all that shit. Do everything, rate, sure. all that great stuff, man. And if you five haven't, star, please star. follow us on social media on Twitter and IG at In General Show. Personal social medias: D Bassey on Instagram, D underscore Bassey on Twitter. Feel free to talk to us on the podcast page or our page, whatever pleases you, so man. <laughs> Ties is black tie. B L B C K T Y. You know. So, uh, once again, thank y'all. We appreciate it. I love you. Love y'all. Have a great weekend. Um, I don't even know what's going on. Go support a black business. Well, go support a black business. Go support a black business. That's what you should go do. So, once again, we'll see y'all in the next episode. Adios. Stay blessed and stay black. We out of here. You heard me?